0: The Week That Was with Joe Palmisano.
1: Hour number two of The Week That Was, and, uh, you know, I, I'm very... I, I always love talking to Tim Street. He is a uh, one of the true great people in our state, the director of communications for the OHSAA for years, somebody who... who i have always counted on to be there to talk straight about things forgive me my dog wants to get in the conversation um but we are very fortunate and i asked Tim if he could come on today and he said absolutely tim thank you so much and first of all how are you and your family doing
0: hey good morning joe thanks for having me on and uh we are doing fine. Um yeah, it's uh it's definitely living in two worlds right now. We have the the living at home world. Uh my boys are 8 and 10, so they're at a fun age and we're outside throwing the ball every day and working on schoolwork here at home. Um so we that that's the fun side of it in some ways. Uh but of course it's uh a different world uh trying to get high school sports back up and going again and so that that's kind of the other world right now too.
1: Yeah, and you're doing and you're trying to do this, I assume you're all doing it from home.
0: Yeah, that's right. Um I go into the office uh, for a couple hours on Thursday mornings, uh, to get mail and uh some you know, print things that we need for files and things, but other than that I'm uh, I'm at my, my desk down in uh in in our lower level and you know trying to trying to navigate through this the best we can hope hope you are doing well too and everyone there at HBC
1: I am and and we are uh I'm doing the same thing I'm running my my partner and I are running our business from home and uh I go into the office maybe one day a week same and and uh we have a virtual meetings uh quite often now we're kind of getting used to that I know that, um, that with all the things that are going on with the coronavirus and people being sick and people dying and, and all the things that are going on and, and not, not only that, but, you know, people wondering about making mortgage payments and all that stuff that maybe sports at this time is secondary to a lot of people. But I don't think so. And I think that, because, you know, we brought up earlier, Tim, about the incredible ratings for things like uh, the draft, how they just, the, the viewership shot through the roof, how uh, WrestleMania 36 was the highest ever. Um, people are still craving this, and it's an important part of our life and our normal life that people want to see. It also affects young people who have spent their entire life building to a point and striving. Um, who find who who find it all of a sudden just stopping, and it it's not supposed to. So I I, I guess you look at this, and especially for the seniors who don't get to come back and play again. How how are you guys dealing with this? Are you hearing stories and personal stories and things like that?
0: Oh, absolutely. You know, the the personal stories come in every day. You know, mainly through seeing what people are posting on their social media accounts, but we do get the emails as well and and uh, you know, Jerry Snodgrass, our executive director even says uh on our our staff meetings that, you know, he got a letter from from this student at Genoa or or this softball player from Arlington, you know, just sharing some of those stories. And it's just heartbreaking. Um, You know, it's something that um, you just hope that your, your state and your schools never have to go through, but here we are. And, and we're going through it and you're right that uh, obviously people's health and uh, their, their livelihoods and their, their um, safety is always going to be number one, but, I um, uh, you know obviously we agree that sports are not just uh, something you can do to fill some time here and there you know in in our country and in our state sports are a part of life and I think it's the way our country's always been that athletics and competition is it's in our DNA you know it's it's who we are and it's what we do you know everything from from obviously uh, uh, my boys that are playing or hoping to play, you know, uh, 10 and under baseball this summer, up to my grandmother that has her Thursday night euchre party. You know, she's competitive. She'll, she'll want to beat you, you know? And, yeah. <laughs> you know, so it, it, it's in our DNA. It's in our fabric. And to have that taken away just really leads a void and it, it leads to other issues too, uh, you know, not just with, um, not just with the physical side you know and not having that competition, uh, but it leads to the mental side too, where you know i think um, I think I'm seeing more pushes on social media these days for people to be uh, um, aware of and focused on their mental side as uh, as they are their physical side
1: yeah and it 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 is you know you look at everything what the the way it ended in the spring was so abrupt. You know, you have seasons going on, you have districts, you have wrestling state championships, you have all these things going on and then all of a sudden it just ends. And and, and I think that's what was the the thing. It wasn't like it was okay, we're going to have to start slowing down in a month. It was like boom. Here we are, it's over. And and that had to be tough on so many people plus you uh you know making that decision the ohsaa when the governor came out and said hey look everything's closing down you just kind of had to wrap everything up
0: yeah we certainly did um and you know the it, it i mean tough isn't even i can't think of i mean excruciating i mean i can only think of so many words that can describe what that's like. Um but, you know, the the one thing I will say is that um as as tough as it was to announce those and, and you know, at the girls' basketball state tournament, you know, there's twenty minutes left on the I mean the, on the clock for warm ups. I mean the players are on the court warming up. And we had to pull the coaches and athletic directors in and tell them, hey, we just got the word from Governor DeWine that that this is shutting down. And so that leads me to one of my points I've tried to share many times is that, you know, we ha- are are taking the directive and the leadership of the governor and the Ohio Department of Health every day. And, um, you know, that started back on March 10th. That was a Tuesday. And uh, I'm sure folks will remember that day because on that Tuesday, that was the week of wrestling and girls basketball and ice hockey that tuesday is when the governor said that there will be no gatherings uh uh, for for sports other than if the parents can be there and we announced that on a tuesday and and everything from that point on you know the governor and ohio department of health have set down the rules for what can happen and how many people can be there you know the governor is the one that that says when school facilities will reopen so i have to give him credit and and the state credit for being the ones that have had to make the ultimate decisions and then we just take it from there and communicate um you know what this means for high school sports what this means for our school facilities so it 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 is very uh it's very difficult um to have to do that but um Luckily, we're not alone, and, and, uh, you know, if we were alone and and on an island and making all these decisions on our own, I just can't imagine going through that. But luckily, the leadership we have at the top of the state has been the one driving the ship.
1: Absolutely, yeah. And uh, now now we turn our sights to the fall, and, and we all know in Ohio there's other fall sports, but there's nothing that brings communities together and nothing more important, and, and a lot of people may argue with this, uh, but I'm a little bit jaded, I guess, but high school football. Um, we're at a point where we're reaching a point where uh summer, you know, you usually have a few get-togethers, practices, or something, I think, that they're able to do in the summer. Am I wrong?
0: Oh yeah, they. So in the summer is is important uh, for all sports. You know, not even just the fall sports and football, but for all sports. So in the summer period, that is when we allow what we call conditioning and fit, physical fitness programs. So kids are are coming into the weight room, and a lot of those are every day, and and that's permitted um, as long as it's optional. But, uh, you know, the the weight rooms are open. Uh, coaches should be given workout programs to their student athletes so they can be doing that. And then also uh, there are 10 days of coaching permitted. So in football, for example, coaches will use those 10 days. Uh, you know, one example would be um, here's uh, six days in June where we're going to have uh, practice these six days just in, in helmets, no no pads but we're going to practice practices these six days or do seven-on-seven seven days, and then a lot of times they'll save three or four or five days in July right before 2 days for minicamp.
1: All right, so let me oh, – pardon me. Um, let, let me ask you then this. Can you have a football season or any sport? without having that conditioning factor into it, can you just all of a sudden say in the end of August, we're going to play football and it starts next week?
0: Yeah, the answer would be no. Um, I think uh, especially for football, uh, but for all of our sports, you need an acclimation period. And uh, you know, just what we can just talk about football for right now, but for football, that acclimation period is it it, it takes months. Um, you know, it's not only all of the conditioning and physical fitness that goes into June and July, but you know if we were in a normal year, August first would be when you start practice. and uh, right. you know as as we've talked about before, you know, in football specifically, there's a, a acclimation period where, and it's even spelled out in our regulations. The first couple of days, you're only in helmet. The, then you're in shoulder pads. Then you're in full gear, but no hitting, and then you can hit. So it, the the acclimation period is built into getting ready to play. And, you know, and then and then even in the regulations say you need so many days of practice before you can scrimmage. And then here's your scrimmage dates and then you play your game so it, it is a lengthy period and um, you know and, and one of the things we're talking about now is if if we don't have school facilities open in the summer um, you know what will the fall sports look like and so we're um, this kind of goes back to uh, the governor and the Ohio Department of Health uh, so much of the fall sports uh, seasons will hinge on when can school facilities reopen and uh and, and then and then we'll talk about what the schedule will look like.
1: Have you looked at um, and we're talking with Tim Street, the Director of Communications at, at OHSAA. Have you talked about a what what is a drop dead cutoff time that facilities have to be open to make Fall sports truly
0: happen. Well, it's a great question. We we honestly do not have a drop dead date. Um, we and and we didn't even have a drop dead date for the winter state tournaments or the spring sports. You know, it, it once we were aware that well, just take an example the the canceled wrestling and basketball and hockey tournaments. Once we were aware that the facilities would not be able to reopen until at earliest, the summer, well, then there's no way to have those state tournaments. So those had to be canceled. Um, When Governor DeWine said that school facilities are closed for the remainder of the academic year, and, and most likely that's going to go into the summer, well, then we cannot have spring sports. So... You know we don't have a date there's no magic date um the one thing i will say about fall sports is it's almost um easier to look at what is the latest we can go and start there and work backward for example you know you can play football into mid-december um some years we do depending on how the calendar falls but you you cannot be playing golf into november you know you, you just cannot do that so Really, it's a, what you do is look at what's the latest we could play, and then you work backwards from there. But the one thing I'll say is that uh, Jerry Snodgrass and our board, um, we, we want to have some kind of season so badly, and uh, we'll, if there's any way we can even have a short season, we'll do it.
1: Yeah, and even if you I, – I guess I would look at it as if I were coaching, I would say – July 1st would allow me to crunch some conditioning in and, and some time in, in helmets and just going over plays and things and walking through and get you ready for August and camp. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would think after July 1st, you start getting into mid-July, it's pretty tough unless you push everything back, and that and and I agree with what you're saying. Um, the other sports, though, Tim, you know, golf, people could still get out and golf. Now, I mm-hmm. see people running all the time. So cross country, you could get out and still run. Mm-hmm. Football's really the 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 one sport that you have to have facilities open.
0: Well, uh, I would also add a volleyball, you know, um, okay. because, yes. yeah, you know, volleyball is one of those that you, you really need to be on that type of floor, that type of surface for your ankles and your knees and your hips and, and volleyball coaches can speak better about this than I can, but it, it's a lot different. Um, it's kind of like playing basketball out in the street or at the park, and then you get on the hardwood floor of your gym. It's a, like a different feeling. And. So volleyball is that way too. I think volleyball, um, with it being uh, you know the only indoor fall sport, that is a crucial one because you can't play volleyball unless you're in your school gym. So, I I, I agree with you that football is is one of the most complex because you got 11 guys out there and you're running plays and and you really need a lot of practice time for football. I'd say volleyball is a close second.
1: I would agree. I would agree. Well. Tim, I wish you the best. I know that that between you, Jerry, and everybody at the OHSAA, um, Ohio athletics are in high school athletics are in great hands. Um, I know that uh, you're at you're at the mercy of things and and this disease and and the governor and the healthcare officials and all those people who are making the decisions higher up. Um, but I know you are doing everything possible to make this work, and and I I don't envy you guys right now. This is a tough, tough time.
0: but I well, certainly, yeah, it it really is, and you know, the thing that um, I try to to tell everyone and anyone that I can is we need to and, and everyone, everyone listening needs to do all of the precautions now and throughout the month of May. We need to be as safe as we can now to stop the spread of coronavirus, so that we can have a fall season. You know, we're already hearing reports of um, travel teams and AAU and some of those that are starting up right now because school sports are canceled. And the more that that happens, the more this thing is going to keep spreading. And so, and actually, you'll you'll see some things coming out here soon about our recommendations on on a uh, non-school sports. We hope that those are not happening right now, because if they are, that's going to endanger the fall season. I would agree. I agree. Good advice,
1: Tim. And I thank you so much for coming on today. You please take care of yourself. And uh, I, I wish you all the best.
0: Well, I really appreciate that, Joe. Thanks for having me on. You be safe too. everyone. Take care there.
1: Thank you. Tim Street. Take care.